Welcome back, everyone, to the Morning Tea series on the Dwelling Tiger podcast. It's me, Joey, and it's about to be the weekend. A lot of things happened this week, and guess what? I'm making a big announcement. I'm going to be changing up this name, Dwelling Tiger, because it's eh, kind of plain, not as fun and reflective of what this podcast is. So I wanted to give it a refreshing new look something more modern and civilized just something brighter and fresher and poppy something so that the younger generations can just really get into and i'll probably just name this something like pouncing cheetah or the dwelling jaguar or something like that something really nice Ooh, no i'm just kidding i'm not doing that bullshit. <laughs> nope heck no and if that sounds familiar to you Ooh, 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 you already know what I'm about to talk about, especially if you're Asian American, but maybe even just more so Chinese American. Something happened this week where it was brought to the attention of a lot of people, or I would say, I don't know when it was starting to be brought into the light of everyone, especially Asian Americans, but I found out about something over this past week regarding the game Mahjong and how this Dallas-based company called the Mahjong Line, well, not kind of, just really did something stupid and inconsiderate and thoughtless. But let's get into that because this is the news on the morning tea. Alright, this is Anchorman Joey Llewellyn, and today we're going to be talking about something quite the cultural appropriational situational, right? We are talking about the Dallas-based company, the Mahjong Line, co-founded by three white American women, and they are all also Mahjong enthusiasts, mothers, and entrepreneurs. Wow, oh wow, oh wow, do they deserve all the praise. <laughs> Yes, we are talking about this, and if you don't know anything about it, let me really explain that real quick. So to start from the beginning, there is this Dallas-based company called the Mahjong Line, co-founded by these three white American females, and they are all enthusiasts of the game Mahjong. They love it so much that they want to start their own company and be a part of this, I guess, evolution for the American version of Mahjong, or in other words, American Mahjong. And I believe this company was co-founded on somewhere in November, like November 5th or so, just very early November of last year. And with this company, they wanted to give a refreshing look or just kind of revamp and remodel the game American Mahjong. And that was pretty much the bulk of the mishap that went down with this, this cultural appropriation situation. That's kind of fun to say, right? <laughs> cultural appropriation situation. Although what it is in of itself is not so hot and cool at all. Not, not great at all. But yeah, that's pretty much what went down because when they advertised this Mahjong set that they were selling for $325 to $425 on their website, they were just using branding methods like the word BAM, right? Just to like give Mahjong or their version of Mahjong this like newer look for the younger audiences, I I guess. I mean, that's what they claim to have done. That was part of their mission statement of just getting younger generations or just people in general to participate in Mahjong. 
and then for people to just find a new joy and a new light in mahjong right and then they also did this by <laughs> just changing up the entire look pretty much of the tiles involved in the game mahjong and that was also another huge thoughtless mistake that they made and what they did pretty much was they just changed the color tiles to these really bright vibrant neon colors like this really bright violet color they even changed the symbols on the tiles themselves that, that are embossed like traditionally and originally what are on these tiles are just pretty much what's embossed on them right imprinted is more character uh, or chinese characters bamboos dots like these are very traditional symbols that have been used everywhere right mahjong is a globalized game enjoyed by many nations and back then or just everywhere they just use the same symbols pretty much that's why i want to get across with that statement the symbols used ever since way back then which by the way i don't know too much about the heritage or the history of the game mahjong or the cultural significance of it and i'm giving myself that and i'm opening up to it because I'm just wanting to say that out loud as a disclaimer as well. But granted, I know there is a heritage and a cultural significance behind the game itself. And that is including the symbols embossed on the tiles. Now, when they change this company, the Mahjong line, the tiles and what's imprinted on them, that's pretty much erasing the cultural significance that goes behind these symbols right on the tiles. It's dissing them, it's completely turning a blind eye on them because one reason why they wanted to change up the look, right, revamp, or another term that a lot of people had a lot of criticisms and was upset about was when they said they wanted to give Mahjong a refreshing look, right, to refresh it. Oh man, Dude, that is not good. That is very thoughtless. That is just white person ignorance. And why did they even consider doing this? What went through their heads? Like, did their PR, whoever's in charge of this, maybe it's some kind of manager, did they not know about cultural appropriation? Do they not know about social issues these days? And I'm not trying to heavily criticize or shit on them per se, because when I read their ig apology letter and i'm i'm going to guess they also posted this apology letter to their other social media platforms it seemed like they were being genuine and very much owning up to the fact that they made this huge 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 thoughtless and ignorant mistake on their end before i get into that real quick let's go back to their mission statement and their intentions with this product line of these newer refreshing right quote unquote refreshing look for mahjong so again they were trying to appeal to the younger generations or even maybe more experienced mahjong players i think that's what they also tried to include as well just a whole variety of people both experienced new and old uh younger whatever i mean they're trying to reach out to as many people and just bring a new light to mahjong which is in of itself from service value that is a good intention but Again, the labeling aspect of making this a refreshing thing, right? Trying to refresh the game by <laughs> getting rid of the significance and the culturally important symbols and Chinese characters and all that stuff on the tiles themselves. 
just getting rid of them was just a really stupid move. I mean, just with the gameplay itself, like imagine like a deck, someone went to modify a deck of cards where maybe all the numbers become some kind of symbol, right? Like one dot, two dots, three dots, four dots, five dots, six, all the way up to 10 dots. And then, oh, let's get into the, like, the jack, queen, king, ace, and all that. What if they changed a jack to a flower and then a queen to, let's say, a mountain and then let's say king to a yoga mat it's like it doesn't make sense anymore like what's what anymore like you're making things difficult why can't you just at least one for practical reasons keep the same symbols keep the same embossed print that is on these tiles for the practicality but especially just what just overcomes it all is why couldn't you just keep these significantly uh, I was going. I was going to say significantly significant, but I can't even say that. Just to add on the emphasis of these culturally significant embossed prints on the tiles themselves, because there is this complex history that I read about with American mahjong, right? Because this is what this company was more or less trying to focus around American Mahjong. And there's no real issue with American Mahjong in of itself, but there is a complex history with it where way back then when Mahjong was introduced and popularized in the United States, I believe around the 1920s from what I read, and people wanted to play and adopt the gameplay of Mahjong because it kind of dates back to how it's played in the imperial or the royal courts in China, I believe. So there was like this kind of elite status to it. But then there's also this racism and discrimination against the Chinese Americans at that time. So there's a really complex history regarding American Mahjong. And that's what these people are specifically in my, from my lens, erasing and being really ignorant and disrespectful towards. But as equally and even more so in my opinion, the overall cultural significance of the game Mahjong and especially with the tiles themselves and just what they are trying to do with rebranding this game. Like why would you rebrand something that is not technically yours? Like Mahjong isn't yours. If anything, if you want to do more cultural appreciation, right? A cultural appreciation, you can just make your own rendition of Mahjong, but keep everything the same. Like don't add too much like really bright colors or maybe too much, I don't know what you want to say. Like don't change up the design overall. Like do your homework at least, right? I mean, if you want to add bright colors, I don't think there's any real problem with that. But if you want to do more cultural appreciation with this game, why can't you just do your homework? Know about the history of one American Mahjong, but also Mahjong in general and how it predates back to China and then just the cultural significance of it all and maybe some other facts. And again, I don't know too much about the history and cultural significance of Mahjong in general. I just know some of the history, at least with American Mahjong. Now, to kind of wrap that part up, their mission statement again, they wanted to refresh the image the whole gameplay of mahjong and one statement they made in particular that is in regards to this that was incredibly like white person entitlement just in textbook example format just literal textbook example in my opinion was they stated that they wanted to change up and refresh slash remodel the whole 
imagery and the vibe and the gameplay of Mahjong because they wanted to make it more reflective of the fun they had with the game itself. Okay, so they are Mahjong enthusiasts, right? Nothing wrong with that. But they felt, in a way, entitled to change up the design of the tiles, right? All the symbols, all the Chinese characters, everything about it, so it can be more reflective of the fun they had. That is such... Like, like right now, I'm doing the Jackie Chan meme where it's like I'm just having that confused, baffled look. I'm like, literally, like with my heads to my head or my hands to my head. I'm like, what is going through your head? What went down? Like, again, with your PR, the management, and there was actually another company who backed them up. Uh, I believe they're a Dallas-based company called O&H Brand Company or something like that. O&H Company. And they were heavily involved with the production process. You had a whole other company who was overlooking this and they couldn't see that maybe there was something wrong with this? What what, ha what happened? Like, do you not know about what, go what goes on in the world? Do you not know that there's these uh, social issues and racism and all these other like bullshit that's going around, especially still stronger in the United States, is still happening a lot? Like what is going through their thought process? That's what I'm most baffled about because in this day and age, where the social issues and everything of that nature is way more prevalent than it was way back then. Like, let's say even 10 years ago. They did not even stop to think or consider or even just be concerned of what they were doing. Maybe cultural appropriation and just a thoughtless, ignorant mistake. Like, what went down? Again, I could give a ton, like a billion Jackie Chan memes and I still won't really understand what went down in their thought process other than just the fact that they were just completely ignorant to the history of american mahjong at least oh yeah it's it's baffles me to no end uh, but now let's go into their apology letter when i read this letter on their instagram page which you can also do so when you just look up the mahjong line apology and Without a doubt, you'll find this on maybe some news article or maybe on Instagram itself without having an actual Instagram. If you don't have one, you can still have access to that. They pretty much made an apology, which I think was really, was good. It wasn't bad. It didn't seem like they were adding in statements where they were trying to defend themselves here and there, like some other immature people whom I won't name, <clears throat> Trump, and uh, you know, just they, they had a legit apology letter and they were really owning up to some of the particulars of what was a huge mistake and what was being heavily criticized like the term refreshing right their intent of refreshing the look or the vibe or the gameplay of mahjong so let me read that letter to you just in case you're feeling a little lazy all right maybe you're feeling too chill on this friday morning or whenever you're listening to this and you just don't want to move that hand to look up this apology letter <laughs> who knows whatever the case may be let me read this to you as best as I can and maybe for yourself is this a good apology letter is this what people who let's say are accused and actually commit these cultural appropriation acts or these actions is this what they should do is this the type of apology letter that you think is good Contact me if you think that is, that this letter is a good one because I personally think this is a good one. So let's actually get into the letter itself. Here we go. We launched this company in November of 2020 with pure intentions and a shared love for the game of American Mahjong, which carries a rich history here in the United States. 
Our mission is to combine our passion for art and color alongside the fun of the game while seeking to appeal to novices and experienced players alike. American Mahjong tiles have evolved for many decades and we'd like to be part of this evolution in the most respectful and authentic way possible. While our intent is to inspire and engage with a new generation of American Mahjong players, we recognize our failure to pay proper homage to the game's Chinese heritage. Using words like refresh were hurtful to many and we are deeply sorry. It's imperative our followers know we never set out to ignore or misrepresent the origins of this game and know there are more conversations to be had and steps to take as we learn and grow. We are always open to constructive criticism and are continuing to conduct conversations with those who can provide further insight to the game's traditions and roots in both Chinese and American cultures. End. That was their apology letter. I personally think, again, that this was a well-written and a good apology letter. They clearly stated the specifics as to what was especially hurtful to a lot of people. And they even owned up to the fact of what they did and provided a possible solution of just being open, right, about this situation and learning, right, a willingness to learn. That's what I like to hear, right? To like people to own up to their mistakes and hey, maybe they're and they're being specific, specific. I, I think I said Pacific, <laughs> specific about their mistakes to show that they understood what they did, that even though it was especially hurtful. And then also stating that they are willing to learn and grow from this. I like that part. I actually do. This is a good example of what I believe people should do who commit these thoughtless, ignorant, seemingly like white people entitled like acts. It's just, I don't, this is why I don't want to heavily criticize them. I don't think they're truly bad people or evil people at their core. And I don't think people, other people, even Asian Americans should harshly criticize them let alone threaten them because one thing that happened was they actually turned off the comment section of their instagram page as well as other social media platforms i believe because they're receiving a lot of threats i won't even be surprised if it entailed rape murder just death threats in general as well it's i mean why would you go that far they made a mistake yes it was the very thoughtless, ignorant, and I guess you can call, label it as a quote-unquote white person mistake, right? It's, it makes sense. We know what it is for a fact, and they recognize what they did for a fact as well. But we don't need to go as far to threaten them. That's insane. And people were criticizing like, oh, like if you're open to constructive criticism, why is your comment section turned off? It doesn't show that you're open. Well, hey, guy or person, whoever you are, what if you receive a bunch of death threats, right? Or just threats in general. Maybe you want to turn off your comment section as well. Like the, to the people who state these insensitive remarks, like even if the other people or the other party did something you know wrong or stupid in general, please stop for a second and think about what you're about to say. And I understand that when we're in these highly emotional states maybe not highly but just some higher level of an emotional state relative to what we are you know how we feel normally our judgment can be clouded and i've definitely been there with my mother at least with these yelling competitions i do sometimes with her like i know 
I will say the dumbest shit that I truly don't mean and I often regret, if not 100% regret all the time. Because my judgment is clouded due to the anger, the frustration, and the uh, the highest distress that I'm experiencing in those moments. And that's not how I truly want to represent myself in those moments. That's not how I want to accurately portray myself to the other person. And I would say for yourself as well, I don't think that's what you think as well. That's not what you want as well. Or sorry, that's what you do want. <laughs> sorry, you do want to represent yourself as much as possible and as accurately as possible, right? You don't want to be known as the hysterical person who just waves their arm in the air and just spouts out nonsense. Like, it, you don't want to be that person. And I'm not saying you are that person. I'm just saying, just stop and think about what you're about to say. Because these threats, these super unreasonable, irrational criticisms that these people are receiving are just, like, flat, like wrong. They're not right. Instead, focus on the actual issue itself. And then, because, especially if the other person's, like, open about willing to learn, teach them. Teach them. Why not? Instead of saying all of this bullshit to them like through dms or twitter or whatever like say to them maybe in some direct message where you tag them or whatever like whatever kids do these days on social media platforms tagging them direct messaging them pming them send them a message and say hey i am very upset about what you did because of x y and z right you can explain yourself why you're upset why you are distressed about what they did and that what they did was just very wrong culturally and it was very disrespectful to you and your heritage right your ethnicity your culture and all that good stuff that you are very proudful of right it's a good thing and instead of harshly criticizing them like i said teach them especially when the other party is open and explicitly saying that they're open to being taught like let them know how you feel for x amount of reasons and then tell them but hey Maybe you can say, I like how your apology letter went. It shows you were respectful. Maybe you don't need to say that. Just say, hey, here is a video that I like that teaches you about the Chinese heritage regarding Mahjong. Or maybe it's the history of American Mahjong, which teaches these uh, three ladies about Chinese Americans and, and just whatever it may be. Just send them these links that can teach them. Why not? That's the good thing to do, especially if the other party is open and willing to learn. Unlike some other groups of people, right? We know who they are, <clears throat> Trump supporters. And yeah, not all of them, right? Not all of them, <clears throat> not all of them, <clears throat> right? Uh, sorry, that was a bad cough. I think I'm getting too heated right here, right? We got, we got some hot tea. You know that kind of tea that's like way too hot and kind of burns your throat and then your throat kind of sounds or feels very raspy and your voice sounds raspy? That's, I think that's what's going on here. But yes, that's all I pretty much have to say regarding this hot topic, this trending topic of cultural appropriation done by this company, the Mahjong Line, by these three white American females who are enthusiasts, mothers, and entrepreneurs. Wow. Oh my God. So that's it for today's morning tea episode. And I promise you, I won't change this name Dwellin' Tiger because I like the name for what it is. It shows history, it shows pride, and it has significant meaning to this whole podcast and to myself as a host and speaker for this show. So everyone, I know we went over 20 minutes. I know this is becoming a habit by now. I said in the very beginning, this would, this would be like a 15-minute episode every week. 
I, maybe you like it. Maybe who knows? Like I like to talk about this stuff, so maybe I'm going to push it to like 20 to 25 minutes. But nonetheless, thank you so much for listening until the end of another morning tea episode. I hope this got you pumped up or angry. <laughs> I hope not angry. I just hope this made you more understanding and this provided some context regarding this whole issue of the Mahjong Line Company doing this cultural appropriation act. Right? It was a stupid mistake, very thoughtless. I'm still baffled by the thought process that went behind this production or this product in general. But hey, they're willing to learn, and I accept that. I, I don't know about forgiving because that's not my place. But hey, I accept what they did, and I don't think they're bad people. So, thank you again so much for listening to yet another episode. Please support me by listening to this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, and even on YouTube. Just subscribe there, and all you have to do to look me up is go to that search bar and type in "Dwellin Tiger," which is spelled D W E L L Y N space Tiger, and you'll definitely find me with that Photoshop tiger head cropped onto my photo. <laughs> you'll definitely find that there. You can also support me by sharing this with your friends and family who may find this podcast insightful, enjoyable, or heck, even just to simply laugh their butts off. Whatever the case may be, please share this with everyone you know. If you'd like to contact me, please reach me at dwellintiger at gmail dot com, which is spelled the same way as I spelt it before. DM me on Instagram at the Joey LL, which is spelled T H E. J O E Y L L, or send me a text or voice message on the Anchor.fm/dwellintiger website. Again, that's the Anchor.fm/dwellintiger website, and the links to all of these platforms and places where you can support me is in the description below. So thank you guys so much again for listening to yet another episode of the Morning Tea. Talk to you next time on Tuesday next week. Bye. Woo.